In today's episode, we have so much to cover. We have social issues, we have things going on in the tech world, and we have a big issue involving cancel culture. We're going to discuss what's going on right now surrounding this Joe Rogan situation over at Spotify. The cancel culture wokesters are in full attack mode and they want Joe Rogan off the air. They're not going to stop until they get him off the air. We're going to discuss that whole situation and give our thoughts on it. Then we're going to discuss something major that happened over at Facebook the other day, or now their new parent company name is called Meta. In one day, they lost more value than any other company in history for a single day. Why did that happen? We're going to discuss that. Then we're going to delve into the controversy that continues between Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Not the drama between them, because we don't care about that, but we're going to discuss something that has spun from that particular battle and it involves the use of social media by children it's a social issue that a lot of people are chiming in about we're going to discuss that and give our thoughts on it and then we're also going to discuss the legend of west elm caleb let's get into it yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in audio apes and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You could donate an amount of your choosing. And if you know somebody that likes the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them on all podcast platforms. Uh, so much to cover today. A uh, lot of interesting stuff. Um, so I don't know. You want to start with the social stuff? You want to start with Joe Rogan? You want to start with Facebook, Meta? What What do you think? Ah, uh, damn, so much. I think I think we could start with with Facebook and Meta. Get into the cancel culture stuff, and then we could finish up with. Uh, you know the social stuff. Yeah, that's that that works. All right. So, the other day, you and I were uh, were were both uh, investors in the market. We both follow the market. You and I regularly discuss what's going on in the market. We regularly discuss investments. Um, we were just having sort of a, a phone conversation the other day about how we plan on strategizing what's going on what's going to happen in march with the with the interest rate hike and everything you know because it it becomes this thing of well how do i maneuver my money am i going to maneuver my money in real estate am i going to not mess with real estate for a while am i going to mess a little bit more heavily with the stock market what am i going to do and 
because we talk about that stuff, obviously we uh, we're interested in these sorts of of topics. And this topic is interesting because Facebook, which is one of you know, it's in in the Fortune 500. It's one of the biggest companies in the nation. One of the biggest companies in the world. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is one of the richest people in the world. And in one day, his net worth took about a $24 billion hit. That's his (laughs) personal net worth. Uh, Ouch. (laughs) Um, He's no longer with us. (laughs) uh, Now, a lot of people, I think you, you see a lot of people, you see the hatred that so many people have towards Facebook. You see so many people are like, oh, they deserve it. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, he even did like a segment on his show where he was like dancing and prancing about the situation that occurred over at uh, Facebook. Well, the stock is meta. For people that don't know, the stock is meta because Facebook's uh, venture that they're working on is the metaverse. Uh, So that's like the parent company. Uh, It's kind of like how the parent company for Google is Alphabet, that's sort of how this works. So there's Meta, and then under Meta, you got Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and they own something else. Is it Snapchat? Uh, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram. um, Fuck. There is another one. Yeah, but LinkedIn? But no. I, I don't know, but those are those are like the those are the the, the main ones that we mentioned. Um they took a big hit. They took a big hit. Now, you and I we were discussing in in uh pre-production and giving some of our thoughts as to why we think they took that hit. Um and you discussed something in terms of Age, you you think it has to do with age? Yeah, partly. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so so the thing is, is like when Facebook was the it thing, you know, that's when we were, we were young, you know, we were we were in high school and it was really a college thing, poured into the realm of high school and poured into the realm of young teens and young adults. Mm And fast forward, you know, now you have grandma <laughs> on Facebook and our parents on Facebook and, you know, families and, 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 and friends that are in, it's become much more family oriented, really. And like the people when that, that kind of made it cool have, have gotten older. And so now Facebook is not really like the, the cool the cool social network. It's not, it's not that we have TikTok for that. We have, you know, Instagram, even though it's under meta, that's even cooler than really like Facebook. Yeah. And, and then Instagram, what are they doing? And what is Facebook doing? They're copying TikTok to try and keep up. Yeah. Um, so, so, so is YouTube. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed the YouTube shorts, the shorts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which, to me, like, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm just that detached or unplugged from the matrix or, or what it is, but 
those forms of that format of video doesn't appeal to me. It's it like does it's not, not no. like I I never feel like I'm getting enough information. It's just like well what the the feeling and the sentiment <clears throat> that I'm left with most of the time after watching a YouTube short because I don't have TikTok, never downloaded it. Like I I just don't fuck with it. Yeah. But whenever I see a YouTube short is like, what was the point of that? That's the sentiment that I'm left with most of the time. Yeah. And, but, and if you actually notice, though, TikToks, I feel more like that. But the YouTube shorts kind of cater to what you're into. So to me, sometimes what happens is like, well, this is a short ass clip of like, let's say, Quentin Tarantino talking about something or, or something that deserves a lot more time. Yeah, so yeah. I end up being like, well, whatever, and then I go look up videos right. that are like fifteen minutes but, long. But that's my point. It's like, what was the point of that? Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, I I don't understand it because like I'm willing to dive and delve into like the meat and potatoes of 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 something, and right. so. A lot of the stuff that we share upon each other, like amongst each other, um, it really is like it's long form content. Yeah, and and long form content, video essays, which I feel like it caters more to like people who want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you can have a conversation about a short, but like really, can you though? Because like it's a short, so it would have to be. It only works for like if you notice for shows with like good. Like a good di- like a good monologue that someone like an actor says or something, yeah. And then from there you could, but but it's even not- still, that yeah. monologue is gonna is it's gonna be more than likely cut short. Exactly. So so to like, me, you it's know like- what I could see it being like used for, for instance, like a stand up comic, like mm. like a punchline. It's like. And then and then maybe the people they want to like look up this person to see. Well, what was the joke that came before that punchline that made people like you know laugh the way that they did? But it's strange. Like it just, I, I, I feel like I, I just don't know what kind of people it resonates with. Well, actually, I do, I do know. It's people with short attention spans. Yeah, and that's actually true. Because if you notice from the time. Because we really are the social network, social, pla- like, internet um, generation. Right. Like, we got to see Tagged and MySpace, Facebook. Shit, there was something in between. Like, they remember, like, uh, that was the Latino one, social network, and then the black one. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget what the, uh, Mi Gente, I think it was called. I never even like half of them. I never. I we we don't have a personal Facebook. No, we never own. We, so like we were never Nor really. Do part I have of, a, a personal Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I don't. We have a. Per, we have our, our like, like artist artist. Yeah, yeah, like Instagram where we have actual things that we make to show the world, but it's not really like it's not a personal. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an Instagram to be like, oh, look at my. My it's car. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't I, No, I, I don't. I would not have an Instagram. I would not have a Twitter. Um, I wouldn't. We. I don't have a Facebook because, like, unless it's pushing the brand, 
what's the point? These are tools. And and so, yeah, at face value, yes, Facebook is amazing. Instagram is amazing. Twitter is amazing as a tool. Yeah. We we look at it from a tool perspective, but I think that people don't look at like the the vast majority don't look at it like that. No, there's some like this is life for a lot of people. Yeah, and so I think what's happening with Facebook is like, well, the world that we're living in, you're right. They have short attention spans, so like you're not really the platform anymore for that. And there's so many people, like, it's already, how many more people can you add into Facebook that haven't already, yeah. like, there's going to have to be a, a point where this is it. This is what Facebook is, and that's it. There's no more growing from this. And so that's why I think Mark Zuckerberg said, oh, well, the metaverse. Well, we're yeah. going to go that route. we got to get people more engaged. And, and that's And it's funny because, to me, one of the more interesting discussions that came from this whole uh, uh, stock drop with Meta is the finance from the financial sections because it makes you wonder like does that stock now like just sit around and like is it is it gonna languish from like here till till oblivion yeah is it gonna continue to drop <clears throat> or is it gonna maybe plateau for a little while and then whenever they start rolling out the different technologies that they're working on, because they've been pouring a lot of their assets into this metaverse thing. Yeah. So if it pays off, it's it's going to be big for them. It's going to be, it's yeah. going to be good for them. It could, it could be, but then the question would be, and maybe like, well, this is a good question to ask. Do you think the route to get Facebook growing or more in, people more engaged is social media like or social platforms like TikTok because those would be the people with short attention spans with with um uh, that could like I guess be interested in in trying out what this metaverse is all about yeah, but I, I think like if the 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 metaverse is rolled out, it's gonna be its own thing, and there's gonna be plenty of people out there already that are gonna be interested in like seeing what's to it. I don't think you need to like target TikTok's audience. Like I think like you're you're working on your own thing. Like you know, it, it becomes a thing of like certain things corner the market and like you're just not gonna beat it like it's it's sort of like what how facebook became the juggernaut that it became yeah. it's like well it beat out all those other things that you mentioned when you were talking you know myspace and and the numerous other ones that that were there it beat those out so companies that developed after that point i don't think you try to create another Facebook. I think you try to create your own thing, and if it's if it's compelling enough, people will will gravitate towards it. Yeah, you know that's just the thing, though. Yeah, we don't know exactly what the metaverse is going to be. Yeah, that's that's the thing, or, or how compelling yeah. it's going to be, or how much people are going to want to yeah. going to want to mess with it. Um, 
I don't have a lot of money invested in Facebook. Um, and that drop wasn't enough for me to feel like, oh, like I'm going to like, you know, pull my money out or anything. Yeah. Um, but I do think that whatever they're going to do, if they want that stock to like go back up, they're going to need they're going to need whatever it is they're working on to like make it get like back up. Yeah. To where it was and or you, to surpass that point. And do you think that th that do you think that that's where the future is going? Like, do you think we're kind of that this is going to be like the metaverse is going to be like very much uh, the future? I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be in the future. I don't know how compelling it's going to be. Like, yeah. I was watching this uh, this documentary the other day about. Uh, I don't know if I sent it to you. I, I I meant to send it to you. I will send it to you if I ha if I didn't. But mm. I was watching this documentary the other day. Um, on YouTube, it's called "How Big Are Video Games," and it is crazy how massive the video game industry is. Like, I mean, I I know everybody knows that it's big. Like, everybody knows a gamer. Everybody knows somebody that plays games. Everybody knows somebody that's into games. But I had no idea how big it was. For context, in in that documentary, they use a lot of graphs and they give a lot of numbers and they throw out a lot of uh, interesting figures when it comes to when it comes to video games. It would take two. Avengers Endgames, the total amount that Avengers Endgame has made, yeah, it would take two of them to equal what <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five has sold. I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that Grand Theft. I knew Grand Theft Auto Five was the best selling Grand Theft Auto game, well, yeah, and one of the best selling video games of all time. I had no idea that they sold that much, where they made that much money, where it would take two Endgames. To to equal like one Grand Theft one Grand Theft Auto five in terms of like revenue. That's wild, and so that means that. Well, think of it this way, everything will come together because like you know now uh, Tesla's uh, Neuralink is gonna hit human trials. Oh, that's insane! Yeah, so if indeed there is a chip, right? And obviously, obviously they're advanced enough where human trials is a is a thing now mm -hmm. um and it's gonna help people with paralysis it's gonna help people uh control their phones with mm -hmm. their mind mm -hmm. and and do stuff like that and added with the fact that there is such a thing as meta right and added that grand theft auto sold like two end games right. as far as revenue then it is safe to say that, like, if somehow you could combine a world like Grand Theft Auto in the metaverse with the capabilities of what Neuralink could do, then then we do have. I mean, as as a stock as a stock owner, like you do have a lot of value in in oh, Facebook. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. As as a societal thing, I don't know how to feel about that. To be honest, because like I want to live in the real world. 
Yeah. And I don't, I don't find that I want to be in, in a fake world or none of that, but I feel like there's enough people. And obviously the gaming industry is, is a huge industry, you know, like the things that you can do with the, with, uh, the NBA, NBA 2K, uh, Madden, you know, like th that's badass. But like the things that you could do, like as far as creating worlds, like, um, what's those, uh, oblivion games. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, really Rockstar, because they make uh, they also make Red Dead Redemption. Uh -huh. um, all these basically like open worlds, and then you have Oculus, the whole Oculus situation, which is like like the whole VR yeah. world. I feel like we are seeing the dawn of like a new era when it comes to AI. And and the VR shit and video gaming, yeah, yeah, I, I it could like I think I think we're still kind of a ways away, but as we get older, maybe it, in our forties, fifties, it depends. Like on the thing is that it depends on is how compelling is this gonna be? Like for instance, or maybe it'll always just be compelling enough to just a certain segment of society. For instance, in that documentary that I mentioned. They talk about um, uh, the concept of games as a service, which an example that a lot of people I know are familiar with is Call of Duty Warzone. It's a games as a service game. It's essentially a free game, but they make all of their money off of like shit that like you could buy in the game. Yeah. But it's all like shit that like. It, has no value in the real world it's like you know how yeah. the, the skins and the 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 guns and and how things look and and everything like that yeah and they all were also talking about another game I, i'm not uh, a game i'm not familiar with i, I want to say maybe it was fortnite where like people spent so much money like like pretty much all the money that that company made was based off of like what the like the characters would wear in the game. Yeah. And people were just spending money, spending money, spending money. Now, a lot of people get caught up in those numbers and I think like their their numbers definitely that like warrant your attention. But you gotta understand too, like we have like a whole generation of kids that doesn't even play outside anymore. So a lot of those same kids are buying like a lot of this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's it, it may not necessarily be like the volume of people buying it. It might be like, you know, a, a certain segment of society that's just buying like high volumes of these, you know, these skins and downloadable yeah. content and, and whatever the case. The other thing is like you're still going to need no matter what happens in the metaverse, you're still going to need real food and a real like place to live like no you know what I mean? yeah. like like you'll you'll never not need that like the metaverse is not gonna sus be able to sustain like sustain itself. you your hunger or, or or it'll never be able to like shelter you you know what i'm saying so yeah people get like so caught up in these things that it's like well you'll you'll always need that and you just sent me an article earlier where like you see the price of, of housing and how much it's going up. So oh, motherfuckers, somebody's gonna have to work. Somebody's gonna have to do something and somebody's gonna have to be operating in the real world. So 
I say all of that to say that I don't know like how much of this like we're gonna be able to really see in our lifetimes, uh, mm. and 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 how much it's actually gonna be be able to run away. And so then you ask yourself, well, you know, how compelling is it gonna be? Because, you know, if it if it just like if it gets to the point where it amounts to nothing more than like a video game or like a video game type of experience. Yeah, some people are going to like be wrapped up in it, but a lot of people are not. Um, the other thing that that this whole Facebook meta situation makes me think about is that stock tanked at that price or that amount rather. Yeah. Yet and still, this is a company that like, while I don't agree with like their practices of, of censorship or the, them selling data or whatever, they still provide a lot of value in terms of people communicating with each other, businesses being able to advertise, or the WhatsApp app, and and all the people that use Instagram. So I guess what I wonder is how could something that actually provides something that can be utilized on a day-to-day basis be valued at what it's valued at now. Meanwhile, there's so many cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin that's supposedly, and I use air quotations, worth more than a stock of Meta, but yet like you can do like nothing with it. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 it makes you question perceived value versus true value. So could it just be that in that earnings meeting where they said because that last that that meeting where where they uh they said that uh it was the first time ever that the company had actually reported that they lost users yeah. which is like 10 million users okay so it's the first time and maybe that you have a lot of investors that like freaked out you get what i'm saying yeah yeah but but could that be where we're starting to see the the dumb money start to like get removed from from the the arena and yeah. and I I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. I think we're we're on the verge of seeing a lot of people that like rock with the perceived value of things get washed away and then the people that rock with the true value of things be able to actually grow. Because yeah. it's like, okay, like they lost 10 million, but like how many do they have coupled with like all the other, all the other, you know, companies that they own coupled with like what they're doing in the future. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I think that like people, the, that stock drop, I don't think it's like indicative of the true value of that yeah. particular corporation. And where it could go. Because it does and have a bright it, future, and where it could go, a hundred percent. Because at least, at least they're focused on something. Uh, they're ahead. They're they're ahead, and so, you know, we're thinking, oh, Facebook, Facebook, motherfucker, is Meta now? Right, exactly, yeah. and and that's the other thing. It's like it seemed like nobody is like thinking about that. Yeah. Meanwhile, like that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's yeah. like, well. But like, aren't like all these investors aren't aren't they curious as to like like what these people are working on? Yeah, yeah. because they're dumping a lot of resources now. 
where you start to get worried is they're dumping all these resources resources in into the metaverse and then you start to see that like that shit is like a complete like bust then you could be like all right well this is like not looking good but yeah. you don't even really know what what it's gonna be yeah yeah so it's just it's uh yeah it's interesting it's interesting so segueing in there's really like no connecting segue to this next topic it's like a totally different topic but obviously something that's uh a little bit more prominent in the news cycle and and with what people are talking about on social media is this joe rogan situation now a lot of people are going to look at this situation and and this is where a lack of information is detrimental to knowing what's really going on. A lot of people are going to look at this situation and they're going to look at it as Joe Rogan saying the N-word in a in a poorly compiled video as as you explained to me. I didn't actually see the video, but you you explained like how poorly compiled it was. Yeah. And in Joe Rogan's apology, which I don't agree with him apologizing, but in his apology, he says how what he's saying is being taken out of context. But a lot of people are going to look at this whole saga and think that it begins with that. But no, we have to like rewind the clock back a little bit and remember that this has been boiling up and developing since he's had those doctors that were speaking out against the jab narrative yeah that and, and and that's where you start to you start to like lean into a little bit more of what these conspiracy theorists have been saying yeah and you start to like see that you know the powers that be if you will seem yeah. to have uh an agenda uh a, a de- definitely the, the perfect word uh, an agenda towards towards this whole situation you got fucking the eunuch Brian Stelter, uh, <laughs> like always crying, always crying about Joe Rogan, while CNN and we've covered this just all the time in great detail. How CNN keeps losing viewers. Meanwhile, Joe Rogan per episode gets eleven million viewers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 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 mainstream media narrative and the same old recycled talking points and sound bites don't seem to be resonating with people as much and people seem to want more long-form discussion content i think we live in a time where people are very confused about a lot of things and the only way to clear up that confusion is by hearing as much information about a particular subject as you possibly can and joe rogan's platform offers that yeah and it's kind of funny um to go to just kind of talk a little bit about the cnn thing supposedly my man's uh we were talking about him uh who was it uh cuomo yeah supposedly i mean this is this is not like official but they've said that dude hasn't left quietly and might be behind the whole Jeff Sucker thing. Interesting. So that shit think about that. Joe Rogan is trending up. CNN they're 
their CEO resigned. Yeah. So where are they going to take that? Because like the numbers are down. The guy who ran the the, the thing is, is is gone. Uh, how do you <laughs> how do you recoup? Maybe start off fresh and like really like focus on being actual like news or at least being moderate. It, it would take so many years at this point for them to like wash themselves though. Like think about it. Like who like right now if 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 some if well maybe it I guess it depends. Like if they hire a a, a CEO like like I don't know this is just like a complete like hypothetical Joe Rogan <laughs> like but if they hired like a like a Glenn Beck or something yeah. then maybe people will be like okay well like let me see what the fuck is to CNN these yeah. days but or, or uh, they offer like Joe Rogan than, 100 mil <laughs> other than that though other than that who's really going to like even if they start to change their approach it'll be a long time before people feel like they're newsworthy yeah you know like no honestly like imagine if if like the people that own the company that actually run the thing not 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 like the the ceo uh, i forget who bought them out was it discover uh, so it was like a big uh parent company over cnn i'm not sure yeah what if they're like yeah no we're, we're we want we want to really like be taken serious so we're gonna put someone like we're not going to say Glenn Beck, but maybe someone that thinks, thinks outside the box first move in. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give money to Joe Rogan so he could be he could have his show here. So now you've taken his audience, brought it to CNN. People will be like, what the fuck is this? Then say, we're not going to censor him. That's a complete about face. Yeah. Fire Don Lemon, all these motherfuckers. But, but his 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 content and his show format how are you going to put that on like a, a network i wouldn't even i wouldn't even it would be more so like because it's all video content so then just kind of have where it's m more formatted from a perspective of like a, a show kind of mm. but that would, that would then, mean, and then also reduce the time yeah yeah reduce the time uh and then let like it would have to be kind of like some some Ben Shapiro, like the Daily Wire shit, where like he kind of has his time in Facebook because like Ben Shapiro owns Facebook when it comes to that realm. Yeah, he owns the airwaves there, so it's like there's there's an allotted time. But if Which, you want to based hear more, off of what we just discussed, it it, it it sort of paints a demographic picture of like if Facebook is. As of right now, used more by older people. Yeah. It's like, you know, older people tend to be more conservative. Yeah, yeah. I, that's actually pre pretty wild observation. Yeah, like, that's why probably... And, and actually, the cool thing about Ben Shapiro is he kind of brought in a lot of young people. Because, like, of, yeah. of, like, the... the His, his whole thing was, well, um, the videos where he's, like, owning liberals yeah and people you know they like that shit they like yeah, the, yeah, the clash yeah. and young kids like I, i've seen so many like younger people like be like oh yeah i saw that video of ben and it's like this is so weird yeah they're talking about a conservative like this like yeah it's, it's just weird to me that like he was able to kind of like get young people in yeah kind of make conservative conservative uh or conservatism uh cool again yeah. in a way so so uh even though like 
I still I mean, feel like his cool demographics are older. The cons- oh the, hell the Conservatives yeah. these days, yeah. Yeah, or at, if at, at very at bare minimum, if if you're not a conservative, you're like like liberals are, like so, Joe Rogan are, are so lame. Like yeah. you know, they're like the they're like they're like the teacher's pet. Yeah. Like like if if you can get like a like the the modern day leftist progressive liberal, because that's another thing too. Because like you have to also. Di- distinguish what type of liberal because like Bill Maher is a liberal but Bill Maher is like the classic classical yeah, yeah, liberal yeah. so it's like the Which, young at this point it's weird like pretty much socially falls under like like a conservative yeah 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 according to the progressive left Bill Maher is a traitor yeah 100% and that's why they, they don't like him exactly, like, exactly and so that's weird like think about that shit how wild the left got where if you're cool, you ain't fucking with the progressive left. Yeah. Because they're the guy, they're the, they're the student that comes with the fucking little apple. Yeah. Says fucking, kick cartoon copied homework from somebody. Teacher, look. <laughs> look. I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to kick it with the guys. It's like, come on, what are you, like, who are, no one thinks you're cool. And then, like, everyone's sharing, like, badass memes, and then they come out with, like, the wackest, dumbest meme. Like, you guys are not cool. And they people don't laugh. And they're, oh, they're mean to me. Yeah. Even, like... Uh, Bitch. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw, like, this uh, article talking about, like... And this was, like, such a leftist-ass, like, topic. Um, some Some lady was talking about how bad she feels when she travels Europe. Because she's black and she's asked, like, oh, like, are you from Africa? You know how many times I, oh, are you Latino or are you, like, are you Puerto Rican? Wait, so she said that, like, yeah, because she's like, oh, does she, feel? she feels like out of place and it makes her feel some type of way because, like, she doesn't know her origins. It's like, motherfucker, like, they are making an observation. You are black, so therefore in Europe, they might think that you're from Africa. There's no feelings you have to have about that shit. Like, that warrants no feeling at all. Yeah, yeah like, th- so we have a whole article about like we need to talk about like. Oh my th- god! So I feel like I don't belong, and when I go to Africa, they look at me like an American, which I see that I have p- American privileges, but in America, I don't feel privileged enough. Oh fuck. yeah, it was a whole article that was like such well, a. Well, <laughs> that's not like, bro. The idea that somebody took the time to write that shit. Not only that, but you have all the money and time in the world to travel the world. You're you're really crying about this shit? (laughs) Bitch, is you serious? (laughs) Like, are you serious? Like, come on. It's so crazy. Yeah, so so to me, it's like, you really don't realize how privileged you are. I bet you that's one of the people upset at Joe Rogan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And and, and so, so yeah, that's not, like, I don't care. Yeah, people say, oh, you're Puerto Rican, oh, you're Mexican, what are you... Are you from Puerto Rico or like uh, that's not gonna make me feel? Oh no, I'm from America, but yeah, that's cool. Whatever, I, I'm not gonna feel any type of way because we look like something, so people are gonna associate something. Yeah. Like, oh, this dude's Cuban, that guy's Guatemalan. Like, how many Guatemalans get called Mexican? Or, or do they go cry in a corner? Like, fuck, when am when am I gonna be accepted for being Guatemalan? Right. So, well, there's more Mexicans in America, so most people would probably think being ignorant. That don't know about, like, they don't know the differences between, like, the accents and shit. 
They might call you a Mexican. Yeah, what, like all the time, like some of my favorite restaurants are on the north side. If yeah. like I'm up that way and I stop to grab a bite or whatever, you know, it might be like a Puerto Rican place or whatever. It's like, oh, Boricua. Like thinking yeah. that I'm I'm Puerto Rican and it ruins my fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great as shit. <laughs> Because who, who the fuck wants to be confused as Puerto Rican? <laughs> Damn. I should have swoop out. They're like, yeah, my Boricua. You're like, fuck you. And then you storm off. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> it reminds me of that Jack Nicholson. No. The, uh, from The Departed. Yeah, The Departed. <laughs> He's if like, you know anything, he's like fucking Puerto Ricans think they know anything. If, think they know everything. If they knew anything, they wouldn't be Puerto <laughs> Ricans. <laughs> so when we like blow up and run the podcast here, th- they're gonna use all this shit. <laughs> I'm fine. I was fine. They're gonna think that I self hate. They're gonna think that you just hate Puerto yeah. Ricans. And I would and I would ask them <clears throat> if and when they do that to do what they're not doing with Joe Rogan and actually take the comments. And put them in the proper context. Yeah. And that's the thing. That video was so bad because you could tell that he, in any of those videos, that he wasn't saying the N-word maliciously. He was using it mid-sentence to explain something. Well, there that and that's the problem. Like, so many of these wokesters, there's a school of thought amongst them, which I can't even believe I'm, I'm using the word thought because they don't seem to, like, think out anything. But there's a school of thought amongst them that like under no circumstance should anybody other than whoever they deem uh, uh, appropriate to say it um, should say that word, which is like the most cultural Marxist shit ever. Like this idea that you think that you could control somebody's speech is, is just insane. In fact... Even if the person is using the word maliciously, they have the right to do that. Yeah. Like this is that's the thing that like if you really want to get down to the brass tacks of this whole thing, Joe Rogan is not a racist. But even if he was, he has the right to be. There's there's nothing illegal yeah. about being a racist. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I think it's awful. I think yeah. it's heinous. But a person has the right to be that. Yeah. Yeah. It's people talking about, oh, fucking remember what happened in Charlottesville and them fucking like the, the, the white supremacists with the tiki torches. Yes. Are they goofy? A hundred percent. Yes. Are they lame? A hundred percent. Yes. Do they have the IQ of a grape? A hundred percent. But do they have the right to do what they're yeah. doing? Yes. A hundred percent. They have the right to do that. Not only that, but like the way you debate those people is well, you debate them. Like, it's a war of ideas. And that's what the Joe Rogan show is. And if your ideas are better, like, you're going to mop the floor with them. Yeah. Like, Ben Shapiro talked about the Joe Rogan thing. And he's like, I don't agree with him on the vaccine stuff. I don't. But we had a good-ass conversation about that. In fact, he was the one that gave Sanjay Gupta... Yeah, what was it? Yeah. Sanjay Gupta a hard time. So, I like... I would never say because we disagreed, no, cancel him. And that, well, yeah, that's that's what adults do, right? But, but if you notice, people that have well-formulated ideas, they never resort to wanting to cancel their opponent. No. 
When no. you have a well-formulated idea, you feel that your idea is so good that it could stand on its own two feet. Yeah. But these people, they don't take the time to formulate their ideas. Yeah. That's why you get a, a, a poorly put together video of Joe Rogan saying the N-word, not in a malicious way, not in a, in a racist way, but just simply like explaining the way that he talked about it in his... In his apology video is like he talks about Quentin Tarantino, uh, 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 Quentin Tarantino saying it in 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 Pulp Fiction, which is one of the funniest scenes in that movie. Yeah, yeah. When 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 uh when he's talking about the dead nigger storage, <laughs> he's like, he's like, like that's that's funny. that's funny as fuck. That, it's and, like in in uh, and, Once and Upon guess, a Time. And guess who he's playing off of in that scene? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, made him a bona fide star with that role. Well, he he was already known, but like he still. put Sam in everything. Yeah. So like you're so if people go back and try to talk about this motherfucker is a, a racist, but like like what are you going off this, of? This motherfucker made Kill Bill a woman kicking ass and being like, oh, I don't care about my circumstances. I'm gonna fucking I'm not gonna play victim. This motherfucker took what basically has always been a white role, like a white genre, Western, and was a Django. Like, and that shit was ill. Like, that shit, like, if you watch Kill Bill and if you watch Django Unchained, those are two great-ass movies. I like Django Unchained better personally, but Kill Bill's a shit too. And, like, so how could you even sit there and be like, all this, because there are people that do say that about Quentin, like, oh, he's a racist. He gets the, you yeah, know, it's um, so ridiculous. Uh, my man's the director from uh, Spike uh, Lee. Spike Lee, he don't yeah. like Quentin Tarantino, yeah. and to me, it's like that's so ignorant, dude. Like, come on, this guy's an artist. This guy's a director. This guy, like, he's trying to make art, and and the best art is like, well, let's be unfiltered here. Let's make some good shit. So. If, if, if you're going to hold your punches, then this is not really the... Like, actually, in, in that documentary I was telling you about Quentin Tarantino, he was talking about how, like, he, he, his problem with Roots was at the end when, like, the, the, the black dude has the whip and he's about to whip the white dude. He's like, no, I am not like you. And he's like, he's like to me, that was, like, horrible because, like, to me, that was the moment where you have revenge. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so he took... That idea in Django, where Jamie Foxx whips dude, yeah, and like, like that shit was violent, but that shit was like epic, and that shit was like what his take on what the roots ending should have been, all like, while wearing that wild ass velvet blue, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which he did on purpose because like that was like, like it's like it's, yeah. it's like uh like like colonial dress. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I I saw what he was going for with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm. It's like Batman. He literally is like Batman. Like this is what you are. Like your fear, or you are like the, the shit that's yeah. the, your. This is not my cup of tea. This is how. This is what I am. I'm. I'm Batman. That's what he did with that. And like, I'm that's giving art. You a dose of your own medicine. Type it, thing, exactly. Right? And so to me, I was like, that's the beauty of of not only like art like don't be don't filter yourself but like a show like the joe rogan podcast because it's like or the joe rogan experience because it's like you're gonna have jordan peterson on one end and then 
the next you're gonna have Sam Harris. But but see see the problem with everything you're doing right now is that <laughs> it's like you're actually like working out these thoughts. <laughs> Right, you yeah. the cancel oh. culture, like you no, know, you don't, you don't like really think and and take time to appreciate the art and 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 stuff like that. No, you don't, you don't do that. You just, I'm I'm broke and my life is miserable and people are doing better than me. I want to take them down. That's what you do. You don't, you don't think things out, right? Yeah, and. That's, you know, that's where we're at with things. But going back a little bit to when we first started with this particular segment. The situation with Joe Rogan. It started with the jab mandates. Like, you got to remember, like, this has been we went from people not rocking with the, the doctors that he had on there. Yeah talking a narrative that's counter to the the mainstream jab narrative yeah then we get neil young which who even knows who that guy is but whatever dude cancels himself because he doesn't want to be on the same platform as joe rogan who's putting out a a, a false jab misinformation all of that is in fucking air quotations because He's just having a conversation with a doctor. I thought you motherfuckers trust doctors and the science community so much and everything a doctor says, you got to believe it more. Yeah. So then, so this is a doctor, right? That's how you guys care about. Oh, a doctor, the doctor, the doctors, the scientists. That's what they say. The doctor, the doctor. The motherfucker. What the fuck does Dr. Dre have to say? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you in the halftime show. Yeah. But (laughs) this show is sponsored by the Super Bowl. (laughs) Man, you know, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about that halftime show. Oh hell yeah. It's so off topic, but but I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Because I mean, it's like you got Dre, you got Snoop, you got Kendrick, and you got uh you got Eminem. Um and I heard rumors that like Emma's gonna like uh, put like some new shit out. Yeah, and Kendrick too. Oh, uh, so M and Kendrick on the same month. That's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back on topic. But all of this revolves around like you see that like they 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 start to not like it. Then you got uh what's the uh, Sunny Hostin from The View. She's on there talking about, oh, well, Spotify needs to do something about the misinformation that Joe Rogan is putting out. But what misinformation? Like, this is the thing that where, where, where I get confused. You say it's misinformation because yeah. you take everything that the doctors and Dr. Fauci and the science community says <laughs> as, as like gospel. But... Then how come when there's another doctor saying something different, you don't also take that as gospel? Yeah. Or yeah. what you could do is shut the fuck up and let them both talk, and then you yourself cipher through the information and see what works best for you. Never has Joe Rogan said, "Hey, this is the Joe Rogan show where I'm an expert of everything." No, that's not his job. Exactly, because the only show. Where the hosts are experts of everything is this show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we know everything. Nah, but don't uh, get jabbed. <laughs> Slain. 
Oh, he said he knows everything. <laughs> Cancel. Misinformation. But, uh, but uh, so it started there. It started yeah. there. But <laughs> the problem is, and I don't know, you let me know if you agree with this. We're living in a time where the skeptics are the skeptics. Like, if you look, I, I don't tune into CNN frequently, but if you look at CNN, they love their little fucking uh, uh, a virus death ticker on, on the, the lower right corner of yeah. the screen. How many people have it? How many people died? And now what they've added to that ticker is how many, the population of the the country that's jabbed up. Well, yeah. well, the population of the country that's jabbed up for months now has been in the 60 percentiles. Yeah, yeah. For months. <laughs> so to me, what that tells me is the people that are, are, are skeptical of the jab they're remaining skeptical of it. Like you're not changing their opinion on it. You're not. This it is what it is now. It is what it is. A hundred percent. Like the people that like drank the Kool Aid, drank the Kool Aid, and the ones that didn't, didn't. And maybe there's still some very few people on the fence, but those people are listening to like what Joe Rogan and them have to say. So you have that going on. Meanwhile, in Canada. As much as the mainstream media is trying to bury the story, you have the trucker convoy yep. that's that's uh, against the jab mandates in Canada. Yeah. So you have all of this stuff going on, and you see that that the the, the powers that be that want to pers- push a certain agenda, you see that like, well, this is not going to work with dude. Like this 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 jab shit. This guy needs to be eliminated. Yeah, Neil Young and this jab shit and all of this is not enough to like. To like slow Rogan down at all, so I don't know. Let's try uh, fucking racism. That seems to like work these days on people. And now you have this out of nowhere because if you think about it, this motherfucker has been doing podcasting forever. Yeah. Like, and he got that Spotify deal. Like this to me, if you really thought he was a racist, this would be a tape that was cut before he got cut a, a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, so I don't know. This seems this seems like this is sort of Very, calculated and yeah. timed, and it's not working because Spotify said no. You know, I, I, we this morning the 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 president of uh, Spotify said we're not we're not taking him off the show. Yeah, but they also took off like like a seven, bunch of episodes. Yeah, so that's the thing. It, it's kind of like it waters it waters it down. Yeah. And well, we got to also take in consideration, and I don't know if they have the money, but now you have Rumble saying, we'll pay you 100000 100 million. Yeah, 100 million. 100,000 yeah. shit. I mean, shit to Joe Rogan. So 100 million. But you know who I think could pay or could work out a deal with, with Joe Rogan? For real? Even maybe for 100 million? The Daily Wire can. You think 100 million? Maybe, yeah, or or it would have to be know. a deal I don't with think future. Hundred million, but I think I I think they could like cut them like a a, a fat check. I don't yeah. think a hundred million though. But imagine just having them in the show, and you know you're not going to get censored. To, to me though, more than any of that, like the because Rumble, who knows that that offer might be legit, or it might just be a publicity stunt. Either well, it's well played. Either way, it's well played because if yeah. it's a publicity stunt, it's gonna get people talking about you. And if it isn't a publicity stunt, yeah, 
like that that'll start making like like Joe if Rogan I was Joe Rogan, I would I would be like, yo, like you know, I, I without Spotify knowing, talk to them, see what they're talking about. Yeah. But then who knows what's in his contract if he can just bail or or whatever the case, and that's the problem with not being your own entity. Like at the yeah. end of the day, what we learn from all of this is that you have to be your own entity. The only guys that like can't be shut down are like the Trumps and the Kanye's. Like no. I'm my own thing. Like n- like I'm, I'm Spotify. Yeah. Like none of this. I'm my own thing. Like nobody's above me. Like so. Yeah, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. Like I'm my own thing. Yeah. That to me is what this shows. Well, and, and if you think about it, you look at Alex Jones. He he now is his own thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and I feel that Joe Rogan is in the position right now to be like, well, I'll remove myself and I will just run my own thing. Bigger than Alex Jones. The only thing is what's in that contract. Will it allow him to? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Because what if. You don't know what he signed. Like, oh, well, if you leave before this time frame, we're entitled to, you know, proceeds from whatever your next thing is. Like, it yeah. could be so much stuff. So that's that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, so because, it depends. Because Spotify, I mean, to be honest, you and I, I remember the when we both first heard about that deal, you and I obviously were happy because we're podcasters and like that just shows the power of podcasting. Yeah. But, but furthermore, it's like you and I, we were like, damn, like, like that's a lot of money. That's like, like way more money than we thought. Like if somebody told me uh, a podcast is going to offer Joe Rogan money to be exclusively on their platform. Yeah. I would have never thought a hundred million dollars. That number that figure would have never came to my mind. Yeah. Not even thinking that Spotify doesn't have the money. It's just I would be like, damn, that's just a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um for how many years was it? Ten, I think. Ten. So it's like ten ten million a year. Damn. That's wild. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, does Joe Rogan play it where he's and, like all and right in the, and in this i don't know how many years it's been but in the time frame that he's been there there's already been a lot of bullshit yeah originally when he first went there i think i don't even think they even ever uploaded the milo and uh, alex jones episodes no you know and which yeah. it was like his whole back catalog is there but not those ones so right off the bat, it's like, yo, what is this? Yeah. And then now it's all like, oh, now they going back and remove seventy one episodes. Why? Yeah. yeah. So to me, yeah, that, that's the that's the thing. So it's still a win in a yeah. way. Yeah, it's a win, but it's it's uh, I don't know. Like to me, at some point you're gonna be like, well, and obviously they're picking Joe Rogan. Under certain conditions, it's like they're trying to play in the middle, man. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in the middle right now. I'm not gonna be. We're not gonna keep Neil Young, but we're gonna keep you. But we gotta kind of placate some of the people. And I think during this time is the time to be like, well, listen, if you don't like it, leave. You know, to to these artists. Cause the thing who is who is Neil Young? I don't fucking know. I've heard the name. I don't Fuck know shit. Neil yeah. Young. Or um, uh, I think what what was it uh. I know it's a singer from the song in uh, the Steve Jobs movie where she comp- 
Joni something. If we have to dig that yeah, deep, was, I don't know her. <laughs> right? Yeah, and and no one is. She's not selling those type of numbers. It's not that serious. Goodbye. Or another podcast said, "Oh, they want all right, bye." I mean, I'm sure there's other platforms you can go, and like you can't. You have to be okay as a as a as a business person or as an owner of a company to be like, listen, if you don't like it, leave, and we run our shit. Because this this is the thing, and and I actually had a, a back and forth with with somebody on, online about this. This is the problem with acquiescing to the, the demands of the 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 cancel culture or wokesters how many of these people that are in an uproar about this number one are joe rogan fans i i imagine not many of them yeah so what happens here Let's say Spotify, they paid Joe Rogan $10 million. And, and that's why like people, they the, the true value versus perceived value of things is important. You pay Joe Rogan $10 million a year, $100 million contract. And people flock to Spotify because I was one of those people because like, I have Apple. So like yeah. I, I have the podcast, yeah. the Apple podcast app and... When it comes to music, I only really listen to music on Apple Music. I don't, yeah, I don't really do, Spotify. do yeah. much Spotify when it comes to music. So, But I went because they offer a few podcasts that Apple doesn't, <clears throat> which the Parcast podcast yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and Joe Rogan. So to me, the $10, $11 a month, it, it's worth it for me yeah. to be able to have that additional content. Now... And for me too, I, I actually I just canceled mine because well they don't have the Neil Young catalog so oh. I'm be on Apple now. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, Rich. damn, it's worth nothing now. <laughs> they need to reduce the price. Uh, but um, but um, if you start removing the content that people flocked to Spotify for. Yeah. When those people are not even upset at Joe Rogan, yeah. those people are going to leave because, like, imagine I went to Joe Rogan because he has on guys like Jordan Peterson, Alex Jones, Milo Leonopoulos, all these controversial figureheads. He's never had Farrakhan or no, he's never had Farrakhan. No. But if he did have Farrakhan, like shit like that, like. That's why I tune in. Right. Yeah. But now, if Spotify is going to be removing those episodes, what incentive do I have to keep that shit? Yeah. Meanwhile, the people that are woke and upset, maybe they never even had Spotify to begin with. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Or they were never even Joe Rogan listeners to begin with. So now it's like you're is, and that's what I was having a debate with somebody online about. Is like we're talking because the person said, "Oh well, uh, uh." Um, actions have consequences, a hundred percent. But are we talking legit, authentic yeah. consequences, or are we talking manufactured consequences? Yeah, and not only that, but how many people are gonna be like, I can't fucking believe Spotify kept that fucking uh, racist. But uh, but I live for these playlists, though, so I'm still gonna pay. People will do that because I want to call that the Nini's Deli effect. Motherfuckers are real outraged. Well, these motherfuckers are thriving in Chicago now, so it is what it is. That's because you really don't care. You care. Yeah, yeah, they don't. On social media, 
you you're gonna say what you think, but you really don't care. No, you know, and that's you know people that have all this music and their playlists and they love Spotify and they're mad about the Joe Rogan thing. You're not really gonna cancel it, and if you do, well, there's other platforms. But how many people are really gonna cancel it? You know, um, how many people canceled? You know, Nike still sells. I mean, Nike still sells even though they have a dude, what uh, the quarterback, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Like people still buy Nikes. Oh, I'm never gonna buy Nikes again. You just bought Jordans the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like. So, so like the product, if you want it, if you like it, you know it is what it is. That's really what it's about. Yeah, and even then, I never like. I don't look at the world like that. Like, okay, Nike makes a good product. I don't like that fucking Colin Kaepernick guy, but he has his own thoughts. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. It is what it is, you know. It's like I might not like the fucking uh, person that runs a restaurant that I like, but man, I like your burritos. I'm coming in for these burritos. And that's what you go there for, the burritos. Yeah. Not, not to hear their political outlook on the world. Yeah. Yeah. You, you voted for who? All right. Well, even though I really want to devour your burrito, I'm going home because I don't like you. Right. I'm here for the burrito. That shit makes me happy. I never cared. Really. Fuck you. Like, how, how often <laughs> do you get that with, like, movie stars? It's like... Damn. All the time. That guy, he's a fucking idiot. He don't know anything about politics, but yeah, he and he's always yapping, but man, he makes good movies. Yeah, like Sean Penn. Fuck, dude. But he's a good actor, though, so it's like, man, he comes out in a good movie. I'm going to watch it. Now, uh, before we uh, transition to the next segment, what are your thoughts on Joe Rogan apologizing? So we pretty much gave a breakdown of how we got to this point. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on on his actual apology? Um, my approach, I would not have apologized. Me neither. And so that's where I stand. I do like that he explained, but but you couldn't explain no, without apologizing. Exactly. Like you could explain. I could have explained. Like, listen, man, this is why I'm not gonna apologize because never in my life have I ever said that word with malicious intent. We live in a world where people make art, people make music, people use the word for everything. Um, I am coming from that perspective. Like, I'm talking about something, and it's a conversation I'm having with someone. Like, and that's it. And so the the closest thing is, yeah, I won't use it anymore. And that's if you really don't want to use it no more. Like, like Joe Rogan said, he's never going to say the word anymore. And I can respect that, but you don't have to apologize. You can just be like, yeah, whatever, it is what it is. But even then, it's like you're being policed by by who? You know, the nobodies. And I say that because it's like, again, if you were saying that maliciously, yeah, I think it, it it's in good faith for you to apologize, you know? Well, yeah. And even then, you know, like like if, you, he, if he said something, if he really said the N-word, like being derogatory and like an asshole, yeah, like... And if you really do feel sorry about that, because I also don't want like a fake ass apology, like from if a real it, racist. Like if he did it, how like uh, Michael Richards Kramer did it. <laughs> that, that shit was why. Like to this day, I'll never understand like that meltdown because it's just it's like it's not even funny. It's no. just 
He's like, oh, he, because I think he's getting heckled, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, look at that nigger guy. Look, and then he's like expecting people to like rock with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? And then and then the dude like he's like, yo, you taking it too far or or whatever. But it's just it is a complete and utter meltdown. Yeah. Yeah, that shit is 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 horrendous. And like, yeah, I think. I think you should apologize, especially like if I was a friend of of Kramer's. I don't know what his actual name is. Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Um, if I was a friend of him and I knew that that's not who, like I've I've never seen him display that or be like that, I'm like, well, what the fuck? I'd probably call him and be like, dude, what what, what were you it? on? Like, yeah. are you good? Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, bro. Uh, I'm about to go break your legs right now. No, but like I, I would have a conversation. I'm like, dude, did you, what do you ever, want? Did you did I ever see the episode uh, where South Park covered that situation? <laughs> no, they they covered that. <laughs> yeah, great. So uh, real quick, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go over it real quick, um, and then I want to talk about this uh, this Aquafina actress because she's caught up in a similar situation as Joe, Owen, and then we'll transition. Uh, so in the South Park episode. How it starts off is Randy of all people is on on a wheel of uh, yes. yeah wheel of fortune, and then it's like it's like <laughs> it's like uh, the 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 letters on the 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 display is like N blank there's and then it's uh, G G E R S yeah and then the the middle letter that that one letter where yeah. the i would go or maybe the i would go <laughs> is is uh is there and then and then the the category is people who annoy you <laughs> <laughs> so so randy's oh randy's goofy ass is like, i'd like to solve and then he's like he's like all right and he's like but like do i say it he's like the host is like yeah and then he's like but like on live TV, I could say it, and he's like, "Hose is like, yeah, say it, yeah. solve the puzzle." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> niggers." And he's like, uh, and he's like, and then he's like, "No," and then and Randy is like looking all like befuddled, like, "Wait, what?" And then it's it's naggers. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, so Stan yeah. obviously," and like they're all embarrassed on the way home. They're all like with their their head down or whatever. So Stan obviously has to go to school and deal with all this yeah. shit, right? So Randy is like essentially like ostracized from the town. They people don't want to fuck with him. Yeah, even though it was an honest mistake, but people ain't fucking with him. So with the hillbillies, yeah. So 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 they they uh Michael Richards is in that episode. Yeah, and Michael Richards like meets up with Randy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, I I went through the same thing. People just don't understand or whatever. <laughs> and then uh and then the hillbillies like come roll up on them. And he's like, oh y'all are them intolerant ones. Like it's like the the people the least people you would think would would be against them. Yeah. And then he's like he's like uh y'all are those nigger guys. And then he's like and, and then we don't take kindly to nigger guys around here. And then he's like and that's so, just such a mind fuck. The yeah, hundred percent. And so my we're just like get out of here, leave him alone, <laughs> leave him alone. And so. And then they got they got the other guy, which is hilarious, so controversial. Mark Furman, which was the the lead detective in, or I don't know if he was the lead detective, but he was a detective involved in the OJ trial. Yeah. Which genius Johnny Cochran used a lot of like past uh, uh, complaints against Mark Furman using the N word. Yeah. 
uh, in uh, against him and like to kind of discredit him in the trial. Yeah, yeah. That's and smart. Uh, so a tape came out where Mark Furman, like Mark Furman said he had never used that word, but then a tape was uncovered where he's like using that shit crazy yeah. and in a very malicious way, not not in like a Joe Rogan way. Yeah. In a very malicious way. That's a little back history on Mark Furman. So he's in there too, and he's like, "Yeah, like you know, some days like you just have a bad day, and you say something, and it haunts you for the rest of your career." So pretty much, you got Michael Richards, Randy, and Mark Furman, and they, they're essentially like like a a, a support system yeah. for each other. So what ends what what happens in the episode, which is like the craziest punchline in the episode, at the end, they end up going to Congress. And they get they get the word or the phrase rather nigger guy stricken from people saying it. It's like it's like never before. And in the news report, the news report, the guy is like never before have we seen a phrase stricken from the English language here in the United States. But but these three men have got it done today. And uh, the 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 N word and the word guy have to be used at least. Uh, three or four words from each other in order in, in order not to be uh not uh not to be be a charge or or whatever. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh. And then the anchor, he's like, yeah. We've never seen anything like that. He's like, yeah. Two words that that uh, uh that by themselves are completely harmless, <laughs> but together mark mark a, a sign of hatred and <laughs> and disparagement. It is the most hilarious <laughs> South Park episode, and and so it's just funny because you know, like that's what comedy is, though. Yeah, yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker they took that situation. They use the word in it, but it's it's it, it's not in a racist yeah. way. It's it's to poke fun at the situation and make people laugh, and in hopes that people could get over it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now, um, in pre-production, I brought up this this uh, uh, this Jab Treen, <laughs> the, <laughs> the actress uh, uh, Aquafina, and uh, you didn't know her, but like she's been in a few things. I don't find her funny at all. But I've always noticed the way she talk is real weird. Uh, and, and it's because she uses like a really heavy uh, black, well, they call it a black accent. I don't believe in that. Like, oh, this yeah. person talks black or this person talks white. I don't believe in that goofy ass shit. But people believe that. Yeah. So supposedly she uses this black accent and it's pretty awful the way she does it. Like, though, honestly, the way that she does it, it's like a caricature of like a black person like to me if anything if anybody would be offended by anybody it would be like the way that she operates yeah but she's a lefty wokester herself but she'll be like uh, like uh i seen some like one thing it's like uh uh yeah girl you better not let that man like do the way that he's doing to you and like it's just like outrageous it's too and supposedly this is she, Who she is she tries to make the argument which I'm gonna read her apology but then it's funny because she says uh she get she throws this out there it's the most coward thing so she's getting all this backlash for her accent she throws out this like weird ass statement and then she says she's like not gonna be on Twitter for like until 2024. So like yeah, she's like yeah, because so, she doesn't want to she can't handle it, she can't deal with it. It's it's cowardice. What makes sense though? Because Trump will be in office and you could tweet whatever you want. Right. <laughs> so this is what she says. It's a little long-winded, but it's so crazy 
Makes no sense. The word salad and the mental gymnastics that these people do. And honestly, at the end of this, I want you to tell me if if you could even consider this an apology, number one. And number two, she doesn't really address the fact or, or address the issue of like, well, are you going to keep talking like that or aren't you? So this is what she has to say. There is a socio-political context to everything, especially the historical context of African-American community in this country. It is a group that is disproportionately affected by institutionalized policies and law enforcement policies, all the while having historically and routinely seen their culture stolen, exploited, and appropriated by the dominant culture for monetary gain without acknowledgement nor respect for where these roots come from. The pioneers of its beginnings and the artists that perfected and mastered the craft. So right there, you see that she's she's essentially leaning towards I'm that, not that it's it's uh, it's the, their culture is stolen, exploited and appropriated without acknowledgement or respect. So you could appropriate as long as you acknowledge or respect, according to her. This is the, the mental yeah. gymnastics. It goes on. It is a problem we still see today, though some may pass it off as convoluted mixture of internet TikTok slang that liberally uses AAVE, which for people that don't know, it's some more woke shit, African American vernacular English, <laughs> your eyes rolled, <laughs> to add that hip hop, a genre of music that is ubiquitous and beloved across the country has now anchored itself as a mainstream genre in music history and in life linguistic articulation immigrant articulation and the inevitable passage of globalized internet slang all play a factor in the fine line between offensive and pop culture but as a non-black person of color i stand by the fact that i will always listen and work tirelessly to understand the history and context of AAVE, again, African-American vernacular English, what is deemed appropriate or backwards towards the progress of any and every marginalized group. But I must emphasize to mock, belittle, or be unkind in any way possible at the expense of others is simply not my nature. It never has and it never was. My immigrant background allowed me to carve an American identity off the movies and TV shows I watched. The children I went to public school with, and I like how she threw in, I went to public school. <laughs> yeah. And my underlying love and respect for hip hop. I think as a group, Asian Americans are still trying to figure out what that journey means for them. What is correct and where they don't belong. And though I'm still learning and doing that personal work, I know that for sure I want to spend the rest of my career doing nothing but uplifting our communities. We do this first by failing, learning, acknowledging, hearing, and empathizing. And I will continue tire tirelessly to do just that. that what is that? Ass. So... Uh, are you what sorry I, or not? Huh? Exactly. Be are are you sorry or not? Are you going to keep doing what you're doing, or maybe your career has banked off of it so much that you can't 
say yeah. I'm gonna stop doing this because literally that's what she's known for. Cause, yeah. Because like everything that I see, it's just her doing that like wild ass caricature, and it's very bizarre seeing a japtrine yeah. do that. <laughs> do that shit. Yeah, like based based off of her apology, I could be like, it, I could look at her dead in her face and be like, "Me love you long time, but also I respect you." Essentially, that's what that <laughs> is. <laughs> Fuck. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, me so honey. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I, I grew up watching, like, kung fu movies. Jackie Chan, have you heard of him? And I love Jackie Chan, so it's okay that I... So, this is my thing. I don't agree with apologizing to anything. I think both both people... I think both parties are stupid. The people yeah. that are upset at her, and she and, and she's stupid... I'm but upset, my th- I'm but upset my at the people like, that like her. Huh? I'm upset at the people that thought that that was funny. That what was funny? Her. Right. I'm upset at that more than anything. A hundred percent. That shit's garbage. But, but my thing is, it's like, if you are rocking with this community, like you say you are, you're an ally. Yeah. Well, then you need to like capitulate to them. Yeah. Not only that, but like. You basically, it's like you basically said uh, in in shorter words. Well, I know I used uh, that accent, but 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 I got black friends. What? Like, why did you have to say you went to a public school? Why did you say that you grew up watching black uh, stuff? Like what? Like what the fuck? Right. Like, I don't know. To me, it's just like either you are or you're not. Like to me, like either you are or you're not. You talk the way you want to talk. Or you don't, you know, like, I don't really care too much what you think. I'm going to talk the way I talk, and that's it. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, someone said, oh, um, uh, Rick, you can't use certain words, or you can't use that accent. Well, no, this is how I talk. Like, I don't I don't know what you want from me, but I, that's not going to change, you know? And it's just so crazy, this idea that, <clears throat> like, First off, that certain cultures belong to certain people or groups of people. I can understand that. But doesn't mean that because you're the same race or ethnicity as that person that is part of that culture, that that culture belongs to you. I'll give you an example of, of, of what I'm saying. There's so many broke motherfuckers out there that talk about, oh, Black culture has been like appropriated and 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 stolen and everything like that. Okay, but tell me like what you've created, you personally have created that has been appropriated or stolen because like you're talking about some shit that like other motherfuckers made. What yeah. did you make? Cuz see, to me that's your argument. Like you motherfuckers stole this from me. Yeah, 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 but, exactly. But like but you've created nothing. In fact, most people that think like you go on to create nothing. Yeah. And then to me, it's like, well, it's easy to stand behind someone else's work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to stand behind, uh, oh, look, you copy 50 Cent, but I didn't, I didn't write 50 Cent's music. I didn't, I wouldn't do any of that. So what, what, what say do I have? Why should I feel like you stole my culture? You know, if you're good, you're good. You know, like I don't, I don't like Post Malone, but he uh, apparently makes good music to certain people, right? I like Eminem. He's white, but he makes good, or he made good music before, and so I like, you know, quality is quality at the end of the day. 
So when do we start looking at the quality of stuff? And also like music in and of itself too, it's like that, 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 or any art, it's like the person that made it might be black, Asian, white, but like, that's just a person that made it though. At the end of the right. we're human beings. So I don't, I, you know, like I don't, I don't really care much. Like if you have a black guy that doesn't watch basketball, doesn't watch football, he only watches baseball. He doesn't listen to rap music. He likes country music, and he's a he's avid into the stock ma- market. So, is he like of white culture, like of country culture, of like what, like, you know what I'm saying? Someone please call Biden. <laughs> Let's ask him that question. <laughs> His mind will explode. But you know that, and and that's that's where like these conversations and these t- these issues. They really get ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's um it's really a bunch of uh really things we shouldn't be worrying about anyway. Like worry about what you bring to the world, worry about your purpose, worry about important stuff. Do you have your shit together? Are your bills paid? Do you wanna make moves? Maybe you should worry about the the uh, uh a quick sidebar, but maybe you should worry about the fact that the guy that they caught that sold fentanyl to the actor Michael K. Williams that ended up killing him <laughs> is out on bail because of New York City's bail reform. Yeah. So you catch a guy that not only is selling drugs, but selling drugs that have killed a well-known actor, and the bail situation in New York is so bad that after you catch him, he's right back out on the street. I think that <laughs> would warrant more outrage from the black community than fucking some jab train talking like a complete fucking like character of 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 a black person and and just looking dumb doing it yeah yeah so moving on um uh i think we've documented pretty well the social ramifications of this whole Kim Kardashian and Kanye West debacle when we talked about uh, uh, Kanye trying to get at Pete Davidson we expressed how it was very simp like behavior and men should not operate like that meanwhile you shouldn't really care about the dude that your ex is messing with when he ain't on what you're on Coupled with you should observe the type of chick she is based off of the type of dude she decides to rock with after you. Those are all social issues that I think a lot of people may not necessarily look into enough. And so now we have another one that has actually caused a little bit more social commentary and discussion more than that issue. And this is the issue of whether or not kids should be using social media. Now, uh, a quick little backstory, and then we'll get into like the, the meat and potatoes of the actual topic. Obviously, people know Kim Kardashian, uh, Kanye West, they're getting a divorce. Uh, the kids that they have together spend the majority of their time with their mom, which is Kim Kardashian. If anybody knows, she's made her living essentially off of attention and social media. And now their daughter, North, 
is older and apparently they have a TikTok page together. Kim and North have a TikTok page together and they put out videos, TikTok yeah. videos on that page and Kanye is not happy about it. He's not happy about it. He doesn't want his daughter on social media. He doesn't want his daughter putting out videos and stuff yeah. on there and it's causing a bit of a uh, social discussion, social conversation. Now, what's interesting is I saw somebody post about this same thing. Yeah. A lot of people chimed in. I chimed in. But what I did notice in the comments, in the thread, is that it was pretty much 100% men that agreed with Kanye yeah. and 100% women that agreed with Kim Kardashian. And I got a, a, a few likes on this comment that I made where I ended up saying, I was like, I said, women will have a propensity to agree with Kim because attention is women's main social currency men care about the lasting ramifications more than what is in or trendy generally speaking women put more credence in accepting whatever is fashionable at the time since forever children did just fine without social media but people will sit here and try to argue that it's cool for kids to be on there it's nonsense and 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 people were rocking with it and well, guys, we're rocking with it. Yeah. Guys, we're rocking with it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because we do think more ahead in, 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 when it comes to that. Like, and what I mean by ahead is not like that we're ahead, but we tend to think like, where's the ship steering? Is what I'm saying. Like, if it's foggy. Okay, cool. Let's let's try to think. We should go this direction for now until we see what, once it clears up, where we're headed. Um, and men for a very long time have been the steer of the ship, there or the captain of the ship. And um, I'd base it a lot on like our biological makeup, mm -hmm. because generally speaking. Men are more pragmatic, more logic-based. Therefore, they look at life a little bit more like uh, like a math problem almost, right? And, and actually, statistically speaking, this is why you see men be in fields like engineering a lot higher. And, and, and in STEM period, yeah, science, STEM, yeah. technology, engineering, and math. Exactly, STEM fields like it's predominantly male based, and women are welcome to, to be in, in STEM, but it's just not where they they head right. And if it is, it's like nursing is very female based, very like and not not female based, but what I'm saying is a like female covered like. Actually, it's there's so many female nurses that male nurses are actually like gold in, in, in nursing. So what you see is where women allocate like where they want to work, what, where, what it caters to, right? Nurturing, 
somebody, right? Like if you're a nurse, you're trying to help someone get better, right? Yeah. You're giving them pills. You're doing this. You're uh, changing their their, uh, their 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 bedding. You're changing the the is wound care, all that stuff. It's caring for someone, and so that that's a distinct difference. And so that's kind of interesting that like uh, you look at that. And, and you kind of distinguish, obviously, for this, for like a, for social media, there's nothing like nurturing about that. But what it is, it's something that's in and something that like is more feelings based, right? Oh, people like my video. People like yeah. this. People like that. And like you said, for women, lo- the looks of it is a lot more important. The, the attention. It, it's yeah. such a it's such a huge social currency for for the attention attention for not doing much like uh, and and i'll explain that a little bit i think everybody uses attention as a social currency because it's like well if you have a product and you want to sell it you need the attention towards the product in order to be able to sell it but you're your your product sells off the basis of how good it is yeah versus a lot of the social media that that women are involved in it's just like well i'm here and i'm me and in many cases it's because like i look good i have a nice rack and a nice ass and give me attention give me attention and it's it's the it's a social currency and so as a father you sit there and you think well if i want to develop my daughter to to be a thinker and to be profound and to be intellectual i need her to get her to to be used to a a a way of thinking and a way of operating that you get attention based off of what you produce and not just because you're your mom's daughter yeah or if you grow up and you become very attractive because of your attractiveness no it's based off of well this is what i've created yeah and like i said in in my comment for since the beginning of time children haven't needed social media so they don't need it now yeah so why don't we do something a little bit more productive with our time and get our daughter away from this but like you said in pre-production kim kardashian is of that world oh yeah and that's the thing too it's like as a man you have to look at those things too like like that would never work for me if i was like a famous actor or a businessman or uh someone that was in the limelight i could never be with a kim kardashian that's not to talk shit Uh, like you do you kim like if that's who you are, that's who you are. That would be for me be more fun. Like like oh you know I was messing with Kim. We went out, you know we had our fun, decent discussion, but not my cup of tea. Although I did wax that ass. <laughs> no, but like like it would it would never be like I would not take that serious. Right. And and it's not because I don't respect her. It's because like it's just not my cup of tea. Like. I, there are certain things as a person that you should know that you want in a partner. One of those things is like, I like my privacy. I'll never have privacy with this woman. Right. Right. 
her life is based on not having privacy. Right. She welcomes it, or at least it seems like. Yeah, yeah. If I was to get with an actress, like I was, I gave you the example of like, like a more like a Kate Winslet like type of uh, person. It's like, yeah, you do movies, yes, you do this, but you also like, you're not really of that world. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know much about her, but what I have noticed is like she's kind of like real, like not into the plastic surgery and like, and she's really not out there like that. I don't know where, like I said, I don't follow Kate Wins like that, but like that would work for me as far as like, this is a private person mm-hmm. and we have our thing, you know? And to me, like family is a private thing. And, and I categorize things from the perspective of like, this is an experience between me, my wife, my children that I, that we have, you know? And then if I go into the business realm, that's my experience. Right. You know, um, if I have children, yo, hey, you want to learn about this? I could teach you. Okay, cool. I could bring you into that realm so you could see that world. But that's under the guidance of a father, you know, and a mother. Like, but and, and that has nothing to do with social media. That's just like, oh, look at that. Look at the world that that that, that we have. Like like Trump's kids, like they're they're part of the 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 Trump world. But but it's like. They went into politics. They they yeah. got you know like they did something with themselves. And a lot of people say, "Oh, those are just some rich kids." But I mean, oh, this privilege is well. I mean, hey, are you, why are you mad that that Trump was able to create he put in that work? Yeah, he put in that work. Yeah, you, things are going to be they're going to be ahead. And if he does the right thing and parents them the right way, which it seems like he did, well, then that's what you get. You know, it's interesting you say that because for as bad rap as his kids get, they seem like pretty well to get put together kids. Yeah. Like, and, you ever see and, nothing crazy? And meanwhile, people don't got nothing to say about fucking Joe Biden's son. Yeah. And he's like, you have pictures of him smoking crack. It's so crazy. With, with like, all types of crazy, smoking crack. With all types of hookers, like, you aren't aren't you guys the feminist side? Like, look, he's fucking. He's with a hooker smoking crack. Like, what? Uh, I don't. Oh, you guys don't care about that, do you? He's a rich kid. What happened? Right. All your arguments out the window. Yeah, like, uh, what happened? So, so to me, it's like to go back. It's like, well, in my opinion, I feel like you have to know that. And so, Kanye. Jumped into something and like when when he got with her like that's that was my thing I was like oh, I don't know I know he's of the the world too and he's always been kind of out there but like you this if it didn't work I I could have totally seen like this him happening. doing this you know I like see what you're saying and yeah. so like I I base my stuff on like the things I don't want to see in this or the things I don't want to deal with yeah you know that's a non negotiable non negotiable for me like I agree on, with Kanye. My kid should not be on TikTok. I don't want that. That's not what I want. That's not what's for them. Take so them for off. You just TikTok or any social it's media. Social media, like get off the, all that. Like this is all for the sheep. I'm sorry. Like that's how I, I would tell my kids. Like you do what others like flock to. Think about that. What does it take for you to just do what others flock to? Like nothing. You just see like the flock run and then you oh well well they're running we're gonna run. No question that. Question that and ask why, you know, 
And 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 more often than not, you're going to see that people don't have a mind of their own. That's one. Second, what they're worried about doesn't benefit them at all. That's two. And three, whatever they're doing, is that something that you're passionate about? Or are you doing it because it's comforting because at least you know that you're part of something? Because you could be a part of whatever you want to. But that's yours and that that's you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, I would tell my kids that, like, open their eyes to, like, you know, this this world. It's like you do and you are who you want to be and you don't have to follow all these trends, you know, like. And so it's like like that post that Kanye had uh, where, where he was talking about, like, the NFTs. I don't know if you saw that. That yeah. was dope as hell. He's like, I, I make real music. I make real products. Create real value in the real world. Yeah. So don't ask me about no fucking NFTs. Like, that sh- to me, that's dope because I and It's know funny that. because that's, that statement echoes what I said earlier in the episode about the meta stock versus, like, cryptocurrency. <clears throat> it's like, yeah. no matter what you say about Facebook, meta, whatever, it's like... They're, at the end of the day, there still is Facebook, there still is Instagram, there still is WhatsApp that people use all the time for practical reasons versus you got cryptocurrency that's like worth, you know, some of it, like Bitcoin, you know, I don't know, last time I was checking is like 30-something thousand. But like, what does it do? Yeah. You know, that that is 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 essentially what you're talking about and it's funny because that nft shit is of the crypto world yeah 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 now quick question where do you think do you think kim will take the the kids off of that no 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 i i mean if she does It'll it'll be like after a long battle maybe even like legal because i saw this thing on reddit it was pretty uh, dope on Kanye's part. I guess. I guess like they can't communicate. Like they uh, they use they use a, 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 a mediator to communicate. Kanye yeah. and Kim they don't like communicate like uh, person to person. Yeah. For whatever reason, um, and so I guess the moderator. I guess like they post some of the shit online, like the 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 correspondence or whatever. Yeah. And apparently Kanye sent the the TikTok um, terms of use, like the legal terms of use. And apparently you need to be 13 or older to use it. Oh, wow. So he's like getting on some legal shit was like, well, legally, bitch, you, like, you can't even have her on here yeah. type thing. But I don't know if that falls under... The thirteen-year-old can't do it by themselves, but under super parental supervision. Yeah, it's like a, a bunch of like mumbo jumbo, and all for what? It's yeah. like what, like, like, bitch, like, are you, you, do you need fame that much that like whatever like other fame your daughter can garner you, you need it that much where you're willing to like exploit her? Yeah, and to me, that's where it's like wrong. Like to me, if you and I, as exes, cannot agree on something when it comes to our kids well let's just avoid doing that you know to respect each other like don't do that i don't approve of it if you see something that you don't like 
you know, we could talk talk it out, hash it out. But that's why, honestly, like uh, that co-parenting shit. Like, I don't know how people do it, dude. Uh, like that shit is like weird to me. Like, like when because if you got somebody that like will not go against your life's teachings. That's good. If things don't work out, at least you're not going to get in the way of the life teachings of my child. Yeah. But this is a moment where you could vehemently be against something, which Kanye has displayed, and the wife is like 100% for it. What happens to that kid? That's like a, a real conflict right there. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I'd say, you know, that's, that's, not, that's not a good place to be i think and it's not good for your mental health as a dad no and and i think probably now in hindsight the best way kanye could have operated with kim is the way that west elm caleb operates in new york <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> and uh as we enter the last uh segment for the episode um a lot of people, a lot of you listeners, you may have heard about West Elm Caleb. I didn't know that it was as big a thing as it is, but apparently there's people out there making hoodies that say West Elm Caleb. Damn. There's people out there <laughs> say that I stand with West Elm Caleb. It's a thing <laughs> now. Now, you and I, we talked about this. We actually talked about this before our last episode. Uh, you had sent a video that you, you came across on Worldstar, right? Yeah. And you sent it to our group chat, but not a lot of our friends like like responded about it, which yeah. I was baffled that they didn't because I was fascinated with that video. It was a 14-minute video, and I watched er every single minute of those 14 minutes of essentially what it really boiled down to was a bunch of different girls that West Elm Caleb has dated giving their thoughts and review on Wellstom Caleb and apparently he was dating many of these women at the same time. Yeah. Now yesterday and and this is more or less like what inspired me to want to talk about this on on the episode it comes up again. I'm watching uh a, a YouTube like I'm going down the YouTube rabbit hole and the Better Bachelor YouTube channel covers this West Elm Caleb situation in depth. And he's talking about it. <laughs> you just pulled up a shirt that says Free Caleb. <laughs> well, and, and the reason people are saying that, and, and there's this really good article that I came across that, um, that talks about the situation. And uh, the headline for the article is... <sighs> Ghosting someone is not illegal, but doxing someone is. Yeah. Because essentially he got doxxed. And for people that don't know what doxing is, doxing is when you're uh, uh, either like an internet, online personality, host, or or just a person that's operating online, like maybe like on a, 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 like a, a profile or, or whatever the case, and somebody publicizes and posts your address or something about your identity that you yourself didn't put out there. And that's essentially what happened with West Elm Caleb. Yeah. 
And the backstory to West Elm Caleb is that he was on a dating app. I don't know which one in particular. He was on a dating app. And, Might have been Hinge. And apparently he's he's uh he's tall and these women find him attractive and he's like he's running through them. Yeah. He's running through them. And he's essentially be garnered legendary status because these women of New York City were TikToking about him and talking about him and saying, oh, if you come across a guy named Wes M. Caleb, be careful because he's going to do this and he's going to love bomb you and make you feel all good and great and and then he's going to ghost you. Actually, and it was funny, I was <clears throat> thinking about that. His market went up. That like well, That's something also I think women didn't, those women don't understand. If anything, you made him bigger and stronger. Like you gave him all the infinity stones because all you women are coming out and so you're kind of giving him like a like notoriety yeah well see if West Elm and this is where we get into uh, people call it the double standard but I don't think that it's a double standard I think that it's nature and the way that nature like design things but people will say, oh, well, because I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. It does give him notoriety. And people will say, oh, well, that's messed up because if it's a woman, like, this would, like, banish her. And, like, she would be slut-shamed and, and everybody would think that she's a slut. But Weston Caleb is somehow a legend. And as you see, people are making shirts. Time oh. i free my boy Caleb. <laughs> um, but... And, and while that is while that is true, that's what these women are doing. Like you're like trying to give a warning to other women, but what these women are failing to realize is that there's many women that operate in a way where they would like to be the one that tames West Elm Caleb. Yeah. Like and, and, and we've talked about this before on the show. I know we've talked about it with our group of friends. Like Men that have uh, 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 a high body count, if you will, sexually speaking, that rarely is a turnoff to women the way that it is when the shoe yeah. is on the other foot. Like if woman has a high body count, the way yeah. that it could turn off a man, mm -hmm. that doesn't really like work the other way around. And so, yeah, 100%, like you're, you're giving West Elm Caleb notoriety. What's also interesting about that whole video is that West Elm Caleb is, and, and we call him that because that's what they call him. So yeah. this is what he's known as, is West Elm Caleb. Um, At first I thought it was West Elm because when I sent the video, I was like, long live West Elm Caleb. Uh, right. But <laughs> but it's it's West Elm. Uh, yeah. I guess that's like an area in New York City or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what's crazy is, in the video that you sent, the second girl that's talking, which she explains that she's very tall, so I guess it's hard for her to date because she can't date a guy that's shorter than her. Like, it's just the un unconstitutional. So it always has to be a, a guy that's that's taller than her. Apparently, West Elm, or West Elm Caleb was taller than her. But the way that she explains it, West Elm Caleb never got those panties. Obviously, he wanted to. He was trying. But in her monologue, she goes on to explain that she was planning to use West Elm Caleb as just another guy in her rotation. Yeah. 
So it's funny because in the Better Bachelor video, he talks about this article that I think is aptly titled. The article says, West Elm Caleb and the TikTokers who are mad that a guy from a hookup app wanted a hookup. <laughs> yeah. But that is the most simple way to like break this down. It's like you're on these apps that are designed for that purpose. And then when you get a guy that operates in a manner that coincides with what the app is designed for, yeah. you're upset. Yep. That makes no sense. It makes no sense because some of the stuff that some of the women were saying, like he was messaging me. And then uh, he was actually had slept over a girl's house. And so he met up with me at three. But what does that have to do with anything, though? You're dating. You went on. You're going on a date with him. What he does before you has nothing to do with you. Plus, he I don't think he much cares what you're doing. Either. Yeah. Yeah. He's not worried about what you're doing. you be in the middle of getting rotted out. But like, are you going to meet at three, though? Because like, this is when we're going to meet. Right. Whatever you do before, it's none of my business. You might be. With East Elm Caleb, North North Elm Caleb, and South Elm Caleb, and West Elm Caleb doesn't care. <laughs> you haven't been with West Elm until three o'clock today, right. so I was like, "Well, I don't know." I thought that was kind of an unfair, like, "Oh, she he was sleeping over," but he, so you own him or what? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, what? How does that upset you? And I and it's so funny because I, I I bet you so many of them, if they were somehow exposed, they would probably have things that were displayed that were way worse than anything that West Elm Caleb has done. Yeah, and not only that too, but like how many times have you have you been told, "Oh, you're a dry texter." Well, I'm sure West Elm Caleb got told that, so now he plays a role. I'm not going to be dry. I'm going to fucking say all the nice things and all this and all that, right? Because you want it your way, so then you keep complaining about it, so then there's guys who will play the role. And 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 that's one thing that they all seem to comment about is that he love-bombed them. Yeah. Which, for people that don't know, which I only learned what that is from the Better Bachelor video, yeah. but for people that don't know, love-bombing is apparently... When a guy or a girl, it, 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 anybody could do it, where they hit you with like, oh, you're so awesome, you're so beautiful, you're so this, you're so that, to like make you feel so great. But That's just horrible. For me, Like, I would never be that person. I would never be that person, but to me, it's like so elementary that it would even work on you. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? okay, what does that matter? But yeah, like to me, to do that, it's like... Okay, I get you're playing. You're you're over here tap dancing for these uh, hoes so you could get in their pants. Okay, but it's the West Elm style, <laughs> right? Yeah, like whatever. Hey, apparently it's working. West Elm, touche. <laughs> no, but but like it's like I could see that becoming a thing in like the manosphere or in the guys community. Yeah, it's like fuck, man. I'm gonna have to West Elm this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, it's a strategy, and you could use it. But like to me, like you said, it's so elementary. Like really, right? Yeah. To me, I would never use it because I don't know. I don't. I just don't know if I if if I if if I would ever think somebody is that dumb to fall for it. Yeah, but apparently. but uh, yeah. 
Apparently, Apparently. West Elm Caleb knows something we don't. Right. <laughs> Apparently he's getting them draws. And 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 so you like in the video that you sent, there there's all these chicks that are talking about him. And then the the one that talks at the end, she's kind of the cuckoo one. She kind of has like that that thousand cock stare going yeah. on. Um yeah, she does for sure. Yes, I get. And then you know he's gonna. This guy love bombs you, and when you're dating for six weeks, and this, that, and the other, and it's like she has at least three cats. Oh yeah, it's just she's a she's a whack job. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, I, I'm not sitting here saying that what West Elm Caleb is doing is right, but what I am saying is you're in that world. Yeah. And, and, like, you choose what substance you want. But y'all want the tall, handsome, love-bombing motherfucker. Like, you don't think that there's women crawling all up on, on, on climbing this motherfucker? Like, hello? And, 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 yeah. and go ahead, finish your thought. Yeah, like, like, which, okay, whatever. But you're playing the game. The game doesn't really benefit you. Because you're playing a game that that benefits him. You're doing no market analysis. Yeah, and, and you know it's funny because the last chick in the video that you sent. So the way that it went is the first chick, she didn't the Jabtreen. We're talking a lot about Jabtreens today. There's a oh, right. <laughs> it wasn't Aquafina though. It was a different Jabtreen. But the first chick, she's talking about West Elm Caleb and. She doesn't make it clear if West Elm Caleb like got in them draws. She's she's not like clear about it. Yeah. She, but no, no, no. She is because she says when she starts the video, she's like after like he sleeps with you, he's like, oh fuck you. Like when oh yeah, like, yeah, her so, yeah. So yeah, the the, the blonde trip. one was the one that you weren't for sure. Not yeah, the, not the there's, wacko. There's like right, not the wacko. There was another one. So it was the Jabtreen, yeah. the tall chick that said that she didn't. Like he, West Elm Caleb didn't get in her draws, but that's what's crazy. You got all these chicks making these these videos about West Elm Caleb. Yeah, that's, he became a legend. Yeah, he's like Candyman. You keep saying his name, baby, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, the 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 tall one, and then you're right. The 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 third one, the white girl that I wasn't sure, and then the the one at the end with the thousand cock stare. Now, what's What's funny is the one at the end with the thousand costair, she as she's talking about the appeal of West Elm Caleb and how she fell victim to his wizardry, she talks about how, yeah, girls, and if you know you're in the market for like a tall, good looking guy that's like kind of artsy and not a finance bro. So now I remember when we had a phone conversation about this. I made an observation and I was like, that statement stood out to me. I found it kind of interesting. So you were interested in tall and and uh, artsy, not a finance bro. Because now like artsy motherfuckers, if you, if, if you know, because we come from the art community like we not not like painting but like we've been around many yeah. artists musicians rappers and stuff like that not a lot of these motherfuckers are like that bright when 
in when it comes to anything outside of what they do. Yeah. Like you, you're, you'd yeah. be hard pressed to find an artsy dude like a Kanye or like a Jay Z that yeah. can like talk a lot about other things other than like the the, the music. The, the yeah, the feel. They might that be really in. good and really like artistic, and and the music can be genius. Doesn't translate so much outside of the music. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so, meanwhile, I'm not sure what like a finance bro is, but it seems like that's like some pretty like like just the, the word finance. I, I'm sure like that's like no. a pretty interesting realm. Oh, but wait, no, that's interesting for men. Women are not interested no. in that type of no. stuff. Again no analyzation of the market yeah. so it's like oh yeah the artsy stuff the 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 love and butterflies and flowers and and the <laughs> soft the soft yeah. tender feelings so you have a certain strict way of operating right and you're okay you could operate that yeah. way but also maybe West Elm Caleb has a certain strict way of operating too and maybe yeah, he's operating in that way yeah so he's like, damn, you know, it pays to be artsy. Right. Little did you know, I was a finance bro. <laughs> Great Dude's in the market and shit. <laughs> like, that's, that's like some M. Night Shyamalan shit. <laughs> the, the weirdest M. Night Shyamalan movie ever. ever. West Elm Caleb. <laughs> That's a, even the name sounds like some like, like, like you, thriller. At the, at the end of the movie, you just see him like logging and like looking at his like Robin Hood account, yeah. and then like did some <laughs> sinister ass music plays. Black screen. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So if anybody is interested, you could look up just if you Google West Elm Caleb, all type of shit is gonna come up. Different articles. Yeah, and it's funny and interesting how different media outlets talk about West Elm Caleb like the more mainstream outlets yeah. it's oh he's awful he's horrible <laughs> everything like that the more like independent outlets they like look into like the legality of it like for instance yeah. the 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 one that I came across where it said uh ghosting someone isn't illegal but doxing someone is yeah. to me that's what I get from this because it's like if his life is is different and because you know he didn't ask to be famous right he was just really out here trying to date hit quit you know again like you said that's not legal he could be like my i'm suffering <laughs> this is fucked up and you guys doxed me and now i can't live my normal life right and now i feel of i have i'm, I'm fearful you might be able to get these motherfuckers for slander. You might be able yeah. to actually go after the the app that it was originally posted on for allowing them to dox you. Like, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of things that could come from this. Depending on what uh, what uh, certain mainstream media outlets have said about him, he could go after them. Yeah. Like, so you potentially made West Elm Caleb rich. The next Nick Sandman. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Which is which is interesting, but that, that's that's to me like when I saw that, that's what was so fucking interesting about it. it was like, yeah, it was. It's wild. a very interesting, uh, uh, 
a video that really encapsulate a lot of what's going on in society and and apps and doxing and yeah. people's identity and their privacy and this 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 TikTok culture and and this culture of like not like these women not taking accountability for their actions like at yeah. the end of the day like you spread your legs and like let dude get that like you know what yeah. i'm saying like so whatever like lack of vetting that that's that's on you you yeah, know yeah. you didn't vet this person yeah. learn from it like you learn everyone learns from their mistakes you know that then that, that for you might have been like you really thought dude was on that retract or, or or rather look back and be like okay where did i go wrong so then moving forward maybe i could change how i'm looking for a partner you know what i mean and what it is that i'm looking for because at the end of the day too is like what 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 is he guilty of for like giving you some hard pipe like did you enjoy yourself at least like i maybe you didn't get a relationship but at least at, th at this point you could be like well i don't want that I don't want to do that. I don't want to um, have casual sex w with someone. I want to have this, and uh, but but then but then even that with some of the women, that shit was contradictory because you don't want that. You want something casual, and if you did want something casual, then what the fuck are you mad about well, him living a like casual that, like life? Like that second chick. Yeah, it's like she the way that she at least the way that she described it is. She wanted to have a rotation of guys, but she wants those guys to like not have that. But, but the Asian chick too. Remember at, oh, the, at end, the end, yeah, she had that. So it's like, well, you really made a big fuss for you playing the same game, right? Makes no sense. But that's the lack of accountability. Yeah, that I'm it makes about. yeah. So so at that point, it's like, well, and for anybody that doesn't just take like the gynocentric side of like oh these women are the victims and they actually look at at the details of the whole story yeah they'd automatically see how much of uh, of a hypocrite these women are yeah and and actually like what's what's intriguing is like we have yet to hear from west elm caleb himself he'll be on next week <laughs> <laughs> imagine damn we got a contact dude no you know you know what's funny though What's very interesting, and I will close it out after this. If you notice, you and I have a knack for wanting to get the other person's side of the story. Like, remember when the whole Nini's Deli debacle? I mean, we, we documented the shit out of it so good that our stuff made it into a documentary. Yeah, yeah. But... We were even going to take it a step further and we wanted, we actually thought that it would be good to interview the owner of Nini's Deli. And I remember talking to certain people about that and people were like, why would you have that person on your platform that you work so hard to build? Why would you? Well, precisely for that reason yeah. is like because the people of that, that rock with our platform deserve to hear the other side of the story but like there's so many people that are against that like again automatically when an, another situation we wouldn't have had the capability to do this at the time but when when the 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 deplatforming of farrakhan milo and alex jones yeah. took place we automatically thought well 
I want I would want those people on to talk to them all at the same time at the same time. Yeah. So you and I, we definitely have a knack for like, we would get the other person's side of the story. Like obviously with the West um, Caleb situation, that's a joke. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to contact him. But West Elm Caleb, if you're listening, reach out. <laughs> but, but, but I would definitely like to hear his yeah, side of the story. I think out of all the, the, the channels that we, that we watch and stuff like that. Um, if we had, the platform at that level, we would it would be complete and utter destruction because we would actually pursue that. Like we w- wouldn't like with 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 being able to have that that uh notoriety. Yeah. In the sense, like having uh, people like where, where like uh Alex Jones and Faircom would be like, yeah, we will get on that show. Like us explaining to them why we want them on the show. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and, and I think this is not just clickbait. It's like yeah, we. You all are getting deplatformed at the same time. Yeah. What do you think that's about? Coupled with the fact that you're all from completely different backgrounds. Yeah. Like it's groundbreaking stuff. Exactly. Like that that to me, that's that's next level shit that we haven't seen. We've seen some pretty next level shit pop off like within like the Tim Pool world, the the Joe Rogan. Which um, I'm sure all wire. those next level episodes have been pulled. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. But it's like, man, imagine that. Like, imagine if you took it a step further. Like that'd be, and and so as we grow, like hopefully one day we can do some shit like that. Because that would be great. Well, that's our episode this for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in. Please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing. And if you want to help us in the ratings, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.